Welcome to Disney My Way, your home for all things Disney. Here's your hosts, Lane and Cheyenne. All right, everyone. So welcome in to Disney My Way, episode 16. I'm Lane Vanfikoven. And I'm Cheyenne Taylor. And Cheyenne joining us tonight as a guest who has been on before is our social media director, producer. I'll let Trent come up with his own title, but it's Trent. Trent, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, Lane? Oh, I'm doing great. Always a good time to talk with your friends about Disney. And Cheyenne and Trent just got back from a trip to Disney recently. You might have watched it on the vlog if you were keeping up on our YouTube channel. But I want to hear from you guys before we get started with our big topic for today, just to hear about your trip, how you felt it went, kind of how Disney is looking these days, because it's been a while since I've been there. It's been a couple months since my last trip. It was wonderful, just as magical as you'd expect and you'd want. Um, We went to Magic Kingdom the first day, then Animal Kingdom, and then Hollywood Studios. And I just, I have no complaints. It was wonderful. Obviously, they're still doing the mask mandates. But if you watch our vlogs, which you should, go check out our YouTube channel. um, They now have these things called relaxation stations. Trent, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I really like the relaxation stations because it gives you time to kind of take the mask off, sit back, enjoy a bite to eat, just some time without the mask on, get a drink. Um, oh, that was really neat. They have a time limit on it. Like you you have 30 minutes and they're like, listen, chill, relax. You have 30 minutes and then we politely ask that you, you know, scram so someone else can come in. Um a lot of the rides were operating. Like I know when we went with you, Lane, um, Rise of the Resistance had some issues. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway had some issues, but I don't, I don't think there were any issues this time when we went around. Not that I can remember either. I was just sitting there trying to rack my brain, think if there was anything that shut down. I really can't think of anything that did. They did have to stop a couple times for just routine cleaning, which is nice. That made me feel better, obviously. Like, I'm fine to wait. Wait times are growing. They're getting bigger as the park is starting to open up to more people. I don't know how much longer they can carry on at this limited capacity, though, especially with all these cast member, crew member layoffs. I guess that's what you want to call it. We think pretty soon they're going to have to open up to full capacity so they can bring all these people back. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been hearing is that it's been a lot more crowded. And from just what the videos that you sent back and, you know, watching the vlogs, I could tell that it was a lot more crowded. And yeah, you're right. It is going to be a lot harder to just control everything, you know, with limited cast members. But I am wondering, since there is limited cast members right now, if they can actually open up to full capacity yet. So I get your point. I just don't know exactly how close we're going to be to that happening. Of course, and it is getting closer to the holidays, so that might play a little bit of a factor in it too. But do you have anything else to add to that? Um, For me personally, my list of parks and the order that I like them changed drastically on this trip. Oh, okay. What flip? So... For me, my one, two, and three were very close. They've always been close. Um, My number one was uh, was Hollywood Studios. Universal. I know. My bad. Don't. My bad. We don't talk about that here. Um, My favorite was initially Hollywood Studios, um, followed by Magic Kingdom, followed by Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But this trip, Animal Kingdom was out of this world. And we've learned a lot of new things that we can do at Animal Kingdom that made it so much more interesting for me personally, and it made it my new favorite park. So would you would you say you're wild about Animal Kingdom? (laughs) Yes, Trent. I also agree that Animal Kingdom is a great park. Animal Kingdom is one of my favorites too, for multiple reasons. It's currently at my number two spot right now, right behind magic kingdom. But that's just because I'm a ride person 
and Magic Kingdom has all the rides, while Animal Kingdom has some really cool things that you can do, but there's just not as many rides yeah. for in the park, just even before limited capacity. But I, I'm glad that you got a new experience and that got to change. That's one of the cool things about Disney when people ask why you keep going back. There's always something new that can happen that can enhance your experience. So I'm glad that you got to got to have that kind of a moment this time. Now, you guys did vlog for the first time on this trip. And I know for me, when I went in August and I vlogged for the first time, it was kind of a weird mode to switch into. It was like I was trying to balance having fun at the parks while also trying to do the videos and keep up with all of that. But by the end of the week, I know I ended up having a great time doing it. And I actually started to kind of get better at it, I guess, like noticing more things as I went through the week. So I just want to hear both of your opinions on what it was like to vlog, what you guys think you did really, really well about vlogging, and maybe even some things that you said, you know what, we weren't great at it this time, but maybe if we go back, we could maybe do a better job of getting some more of this or that if you had any of those kind of moments. Yeah, so definitely like the first day was so hard for us because we're so used to just going and enjoying the parks. It was definitely something completely new. And there's it's really funny. Um, there's actually a picture on of Stop. us from the Haunted Mansion ride where Cheyenne is actually videotaping something for the vlog when they snapped the picture. So um, that was kind of funny to have and just to see us, you know, in the middle of vlogging on a ride and they have our picture taken doing it. Um, so the first day was definitely challenging trying to balance having fun and enjoying the park and vlogging. But I think by the, th- the third day, we definitely got better into a rhythm of, you know, getting everything we needed for the vlogging, but also still enjoying ourselves and enjoying our time at the park. My thing was that by that third day, I was so tired of vlogging. I was like, I just want to ride these rides. I just want to hang out. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to do it. But it was really fun. And it gives you that opportunity to kind of look at Disney in a whole new light. Like looking at it through the lens of, oh, I run a podcast. This is almost like... You know, it's almost like this is our job. Like, we're, this is a work trip. That's what we kept joking was that this was a work trip. But it was really fun. I think something we can improve is we need to get like a selfie stick or one of those like stabilizers because my arms are so stinking short. I cannot hold the phone right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. And I have like a like kind of a little tripod thing that I use. Of course, my arms are a little bit longer. I would say probably than your Cheyenne. So I can get a pretty good selfie most of the time. But even just that little tripod helps a ton. But I totally get where both of you are coming from because it is one of those things like by the end of it, you're right, Cheyenne, like you get kind of worn out of it. Like if you've not done it before and it really takes a lot out of you. I remember when I went with you all to Disney Springs that last day, I was going to vlog that day, but I just decided, you know, I've gone through so much this week vlogging and doing all these things, it's kind of nice not to have to deal with that today, not have to get everything out and then put it all back up into the backpack and stuff like that. So I totally get where you guys are coming from, but I just want to say, I think you guys did a great job. I think you guys were awesome and you had a very successful quote unquote work trip in my opinion. So shucks. Well, you're the best editor that I've ever had. Oh, I'm. You can't see me right now, but I'm blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> I, so hear it. I hear it. Right in your voice. Yeah, you can hear it in my voice. You can hear the blushing in my voice. But we will now move on to our topic for today. So we've been going through each of the Disney World theme parks and listing our favorite things from each park. And today we are doing Hollywood Studios, which is why we brought Trent on because, as Trent mentioned before, this is his favorite theme park. Trent, as you were kind of going through this list, because it's your favorite park, was it kind of hard to pick a favorite thing from each one? Or was it a little bit easier than you thought? I mean, for me, it was a little easier than I thought. Um, The one thing I wanted to point out about Hollywood Studios is there's more like areas than I realized. 
Like it's broken down a little bit more than I thought. Like I thought Grand Avenue, Echo Lake and Hollywood Boulevard. I really thought a lot of those were connected and they're not. Yeah, that surprised me too when I was making my list. Just how many different sections there are, but not necessarily a lot of things in each section. And so we will go section by section. We'll do Hollywood Boulevard, Echo Lake, Grand Avenue, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land, Animation Courtyard, and Sunset Boulevard. And then I will also give a show and a restaurant that I really like. I don't know if Cheyenne and Trent, if you guys did that as well, but I listed a show and a restaurant that are also my favorites from the park. But Cheyenne, we will start with you and we'll start over on Hollywood Boulevard. Now, Hollywood Boulevard is kind of the first street that you walk on when you enter the park. It's kind of like it says here on the Wikipedia page, similar to Main Street USA, but more of like the Hollywood version of Main Street USA. There's a lot of shops down here. I know Cheyenne, you're big merch person but then at the very end is the chinese theater where mickey and minnie's runaway railway is so cheyenne what was your pick for hollywood boulevard i mean i hate to be basic but it has to be mickey and minnie's runaway railway it's just too good it's too new this i could do that all day long yeah no i agree that ride is absolutely fantastic trent did you agree with Cheyenne or did you go anywhere different? I mean, I really have to agree. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's really cute. Um, it's really awesome. It's a fun ride to have. Um, and, you know, considering it's a new ride, it doesn't have that long of a wait time. Like they do a really good job of keeping it moving and you're not waiting forever for the ride. Too. It's just that outside queue that gets me. Yeah. And that hot Florida sun, it feels like a lifetime. Yeah, the queue is probably the worst part of that ride. And of course, we all know my opinions on what was there before. We're not (laughs) talking about this again. If not, you can listen to the last episode of the podcast. I lost my mind. The full roast session of the movie ride that used to be there. But I, I guess we're going three for three here. I also picked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Nothing against Hollywood Boulevard, but it's really one of those places where I just don't really stop in the shops that are on there. I can get most of the other things that are in those stores at other parts. There's really not like a unique shop, in my opinion. So I don't know. It's one of those things I can easily just kind of breeze through and not not even really care. So yeah, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is, I think, the hands down best part of that do you guys have anything else you want to add to that before we move on yeah so um the one thing that we kind of like to do and i don't think we mentioned this in our vlog but we like to find the quote-unquote hidden mickeys Mm -hmm. and we actually found one in the queue of mickey and minnie's runaway railway that we're going to share okay um so do you want to tell where it's at I mean, you brought it up. Go ahead, Okay, baby. I'll bring it up. Okay. So, um, as you get into the Chinese theater, as you walk in the doors, um, as you guys know, the queue takes you down to the right and then back in front of the doors again. Uh, when you're at the middle section there, uh, if you look down on the carpet, there's a dragon um, on the floor of the carpet, and his nose is actually a Mickey symbol. Fun fact. Huh. Well, that is really neat. I guess I didn't notice that. The last time, and I went through that queue twice, so hmm. I, didn't, I didn't see that either time I went through. I guess I wasn't necessarily looking for it. Either, I look so. for them, but I try and act nonchalant. I'm like, oh, there's a Mickey, but inside I'm like, a Mickey. I just feel like I'm really bad at it. Like, I just feel like the, the very obvious ones I can get super easily, but the more complicated ones, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And then whenever you're going down the ramp and there's all the like birds on the wall or whatever, all the like all the trees and stuff, those older vintage lights have Mickey's face in them. Not like the Mickey symbol, but like his actual face, like nose, like a profile. And every time I hold up the line because I stop and I just look at it because it's just so neat. No, I agree. It is a very that was a cue that even when it was what it was before. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I refuse to say it. I refuse to say its name. Don't don't talk but, about it. It's fine. Yeah, no. It's not come. It, we're not. It's not coming out of my mouth. So even what it was before, I did enjoy the cue line for it because it was kind of a cool little throwback to kind of some nostalgic moments in movie history. They had some really cool movie props in there. And then when they remade it to what it is now, I think the queue line still looks really, really cool. But we will move on now to Echo Lake, which has a little bit more to do in this area. And we have Star Tours, Indiana Jones, Epic Stunt Spectacular, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along, and Jedi Training Trials of the Temple. Trent, we'll start with you on this one. What did you pick as your favorite thing in Echo Lake? So my favorite thing in Echo Lake is also probably my favorite show that Disney has. And that's because I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. So the epic stunt spectacular is hands down the best show, in my opinion, at Disney. And I miss it. I told her that when we were at the park, I want to go sit and I want to watch them do it. But of course, they are no longer with Disney at the moment. So I really want them to bring that back. I'm going to be devastated if they don't. Yeah, no, that's a good choice. That's a show that is always fun to go and watch. And yeah, I'm with you. It was kind of sad that it was not up and going during this weird COVID season of going to Disney. So hopefully, like you said, they will bring it back sooner than later. Cheyenne, We'll move on to you now. What was your choice for Echo Lake? I really like Star Tours. I think it's a little bit older, but they've redone the, I don't want to say animation. They've redone like the plot, the show part. And it's just, it's simple. It's fun. It reminds me a lot of Soren, but for Star Wars. And so I just, I really like it. Trent did have a seatbelt issue, though, when we went. Yeah, so the the seatbelt would not move. It was stuck in whatever position it was in from the last person. So Mm -hmm. uh, I am not a small person, and whoever was there before was a small person. So I had to move seats, but it all worked out. We still got to ride, and it was a lot of fun. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard of that happening before, but... I guess it can happen on on any ride. So, but I also picked Star Tours for this area. I always loved going on Star Tours even before the whole Galaxy's Edge thing was announced, and and that I always loved going on that ride. It was just such a such a cool queue to go through too, with R two D two and C three PO being up there, and then all the little droids they've added over the years as you're going through too, especially the one up top that pretends to scan the bags and stuff that like that. Was my favorite. I love that little guy. I think he's one of the best animatronics funky. for sure. He's so, he's so fun. Um, but yeah, I think star tours for me was kind of a, you know, out of all of these, you know, I'm just, I'm not a huge show person. I just, I don't always go and stop and watch the shows so while I do like Indiana Jones and I, I have seen the Frozen sing-along and I like that too, I, I just think for me, Star Tours was above everything else. And then Jedi training, I never did it. So I wouldn't know if it was if it was good or not. Before we move on, do you guys have anything you want to add? Yeah, because I did do the Star Wars training when I was a kid. And let me tell you, as a child, it was the most impressionable thing for me. It'd be so cool. I would love to do that now. I'm 23 years old. I want to be a Jedi. Just go for it. Just see if they'll let you do it. Next time you're (laughs) in the parks and and they have it available, I don't know when that will be, but just walk up to them and go, I will pay you these monies to be a Jedi. (laughs) I'll tell them it's for the vlog. Yeah, just tell them it's for a vlog. We have 20s of viewers and listeners every week and we would they would love nothing more than to see their co-host be a jedi i'll do it too we'll both do it for the vlog for the vlog for the vlog definitely not for my own personal satisfaction yeah no definitely not 
But we will move on now from Echo Lake to Grand Avenue. And as Trent mentioned, this is kind of a weird part because Grand Avenue is pretty much connected to Echo Lake. And so I would have kind of thought this was all together, but it's not. And the only thing that's listed on here is Muppet Vision 3D. But there's also Mama Melrose's back in there. And then some different stores. There's a Christmas shop that's really popular in this part as well. So there are a few more things back there. But just attractions wise, it is Muppet Vision 3D. Cheyenne, we'll start with you on this one. Did you go with Muppet Vision or did you pick anything else? No, I picked the Muppets. I love them. I watched the Muppets growing up. I watch them now. That show attraction, I don't know what you want to call it, but it says it's a 3D extravaganza. I'm going to say it's a show. I just love it. I think it's so fun and it's a nice way to kind of get out of the heat. The I don't want to say the queue, but like the little waiting room they have has all these like little Easter eggs, but you do have to stand. And but they show like little snippets and there's so much to look at that it doesn't feel like it's that long. Like you're standing there and you're like, I've been standing here for 20 minutes. What? But like, I love Muppet Vision. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorite waiting areas in any of the parks is waiting for that show. And as you mentioned, and it probably describes it as a 3D extravaganza. It's funny because on the Wikipedia page, it says Muppet Vision 3D a 4D film experience. So Uh I guess it should really be called Muppet Vision 4D. I don't know. Disney, call us up. We'll get a name change. (laughs) Disney, But I also picked Muppet Vision just because, like you said, Cheyenne, the Muppets are classic. And that whole little area around there is themed so well to this show. And there's been so many rumors that they're going to take it away. (gasps) and I hope that's not true because I think it's fantastic. And if it, if it does get moved from this area for some reason, if they want to add more star Wars stuff to kind of make it flow better going back to galaxy's edge, I just hope they move it somewhere else and they don't really change it to anything. Trent, are we going three for three on this one too? Or did you, are you going to shock the world and pick something, something else? I think I'm going to shock the world. <gasps> okay. Vision 3D. Oh, snap. We were about to get a divorce. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, Muppet I feel Vision, very strongly about my Muppets. I love Muppet Vision 3D. The one thing I will say is I've gotten spoiled with the yeah. COVID procedures. Because I remember going pre-COVID and you were just crammed in that like pre-show waiting area with people. And I don't miss that at all. I don't want to stand six feet close to anybody, especially not at a sweaty theme park. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And hopefully even after all this, people will realize that that's not fun and you will get to still enjoy that same experience going forward. But I guess that that doesn't totally surprise me that we all picked Muppet vision here, considering that that little area doesn't have too much going on and really Muppet vision is kind of the highlight of that, but we'll move on now. We're going to go, I'm, you know what? I'm going to save toy story and star Wars for last, but we're going to move on to animation courtyard now, which has Disney junior dance party, star Wars launch bay voyage of the little mermaid and Walt Disney presents. And Trent, we'll start with you on this one. What did you pick for Animation Courtyard? Um, so mine would have to be the Star Wars Launch Bay. Um, okay. This may not come as a surprise for most people. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, so even now, when they don't have the characters there, which is usually what they have at the Launch Bay, there's a ton of memorabilia that's still out that you can still go see. They have turned it into a relaxation station which is kind of cool because you can sit there and look at all the different posters they have from the different TV shows um, and movies. It's like the, uh, the concept art, which I really like. I'm a geek. Yes, I know. Um, But I still like it. I think it's a cool little area. If you're big into star Wars, there's a ton of stuff there that you can see that I think it kind of gets, I don't want to say left out, 
but it's like not talked about as much, especially for those Star Wars fans, because there is the whole like Star Wars Galaxy Edge now. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I've done that a few times. I don't know if I got to go once the characters were up in there. Maybe I just didn't stop by because when I went not too long ago, when that when they would have been there was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening day. So I spent my whole day there, not surprisingly. So Cheyenne, we'll move on to you, though, for Animation Courtyard. What was your pick? I don't know. I'm going to have to say the launch bay just because like Trent, I'm also a huge star Wars fan and I love the museum part. You walk through, you get to see the like concept art. Obviously it's an animation courtyard. They have sketches. They also have like the flight suits and all that kind of stuff. And you get to meet the characters. I got to meet BB eight and I cried cause he's my favorite. Um, but I also, I want to give a shout out to the uh, Disney Junior character meet and greets that you can do. I got to meet Doc McStuffins, Vampirina, and like, those are some really cool characters. And they have like, you know, the big heads and they're, you know, it's not like a person dressed up as them. Like, but it is, they're, like, but they look like them. I don't know how to explain. It's just really cool. It's a cool meet and greet. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get what you're saying. And they are cool characters to meet because they're they're more unique. You can really only get to meet them there in, in that area of the park. So I agree that is a totally cool experience to have to go meet characters that you can't really meet at the other parks, which is kind of an oddity sometimes. I picked Walt Disney Presents for the animation courtyard and kind of like y'all's fandom with star wars i am a big like walt disney fan like right now my microphone is actually being kind of propped up by a walt disney biography book i just love walt disney the person i think he's got such an interesting story i love all the documentaries that are on him like on disney plus and they even had some on Netflix before kind of Disney plus took over everything. And those are really interesting to watch. So I love getting to walk through this and kind of go through his career and see some of the different highlights and then just kind of getting to see some really cool, like you guys were saying with some of the concept art for star Wars, there's kind of some concept stuff from, you know, Disneyland and the Florida project, which turned into Disney world in there. So that's always a cool little thing for me to walk through. And of course they've, said many times that they've thought about taking it out and, and doing different things like that, but it's still up there and I hope it stays up there. Cause it's a good reminder of the guy who, you know, started everything and we wouldn't have this park if it wasn't for him. So I hope that that stays around for a while. And before we move on, I did mention to y'all that there was something that used to be an animation courtyard that got taken away that I'm quite upset about. I'm a little nervous to tell you guys what it is because your favorite part of this area is the thing that took it out. And that was the magic of animation. It was this little short film with Mushu as kind of the host with this animator. And me and my family loved that little video show type deal, whatever. It was kind of a mix between the guy hosting it and Mushu being on screen, but it was hilarious. We would all, we would go watch that several times a day. Cause it was just a cool little show to go into. You get out of the heat and especially in Hollywood studios, that's such a rare thing to be able to do. It seems like, it seems like the sun is just out everywhere. There's almost no shade really. And so we were so sad when Launch Bay came and took it over and it got it taken out. I'm not as passionate about this one as I am the other thing that used to be in this park, but I I am sad that they took Mushu out. That was one of my favorite things. So that would have probably been my pick if it was still here. But sadly, it was taken out several years ago for Star Wars launch bay. And as much as I hope now that Galaxy's Edge is open, I hold out hope that they'll bring it back. But I just I don't know if they ever will. So, oh, well, we'll, we'll move on from my depressed little. Rant. 
Now, yeah, RIP to a real one, Mushu, but we're going to move on to Sunset Boulevard. Now, which to me, I don't know how you guys felt. This was probably the toughest section to pick because you have the Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, which we know, oh man, that's way up there. And then the the live shows as well, which aren't on right now, but it's Beauty and the Beast and then Fantasmic. And so we'll just do just rides because I think we'll, we can separate the shows to, to kind of the end. But Cheyenne, we'll start with you. What did you pick for Sunset Boulevard? I'm going to pass. Okay. Because I don't go to Sunset Boulevard. Rock and Roller really? Coaster is far too intense. Okay. I've done Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. I think it's pretty nifty. I think it's neat. A little young. But Twilight, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, absolutely not. You, you I would have to be either drugged oh or and you would have to strap me in weekend at Bernie style. <laughs> I refuse to get on the Tower of Terror. Uh-uh. I will pee my pants and not be invited back. You won't even do it for the vlog? Nope. Nope. I will quit before I do it. Oh, my gosh. Not today. Well, as sad as that is, I guess I do get it. These are more of the intense rides at Disney, just in general. So I, I get it. You know, I get why you probably would have want to avoid this area. Trent, we'll move on to you because I know you are a little bit braver. You tend to go on more of these rides. What did you pick for Sunset Boulevard? So here's my hot take for the day. I don't like Rock and Roller Coaster and I don't like the Tower of Terror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lane's <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't like, I, I've rode Tower of Terror. It wasn't my cup of tea. Like it, it wasn't bad, but I just didn't find any fun in it. So like for me, that's off my list. Isn't Rock and Roller Coaster really loud? It's, I mean, there's music playing in your ears, but you can't really, I mean, it, it's not like, it's not like over the top. Because you're too busy screaming. And wetting your pants. I don't scream. I laugh the whole time. So in all fairness, I probably need to give Rock and Roller Coaster another try. Because I haven't rode it since I was a kid. And I went. Um, so like, I definitely need to give that one another try. But again, when I go with Cheyenne, we have other things on our priority list. So I don't usually go. And also, it's always usually a pretty long wait time. And so... I hate asking to do things by myself. And it's also a little weird to sit in a queue when you're by yourself for a ride. Um, so mine's, I guess, going to have to be Lightning Queen. And my tidbit with that is it always reminds me of the Disneyland version, which is a hundred times better because they have a whole like area dedicated to cars. Yes. Radiator Springs at California Adventure is the superior cars experience hands down i've actually never done lightning mcqueen's racing academy so i guess i need to do that at it's some point very childish like i mean it's good it's great for kids yeah but for like me you and cheyenne it would not probably be the most i just like mater time. i think mater is so funny he distracts her from the scary things going on <laughs> around hollywood boulevard also a hick I relate to Mater. He's he's my he's my brother. Man, well, y'all have put a lot of pressure on me <laughs> to pick one because I love both of these rides. Quite honestly, want to cast a vote for both of them. But I will say, every time I go to Hollywood Studios, I have to do Tower of Terror at least once. Last time, I had the choice between doing Rockin' or Tower. And me, Noah, and Maddie decided to go on Tower. And I was super happy with that decision because Rockin's one of those. I love it. I did it earlier in the day. I walked right on. Didn't have to wait because they don't stop you in that show anymore. Trent, you are right. There is a lot of times where Rockin seems to be backed up really, really bad. But there's also a lot of times where Tower, just because it breaks down a good bit, is but, also backed up. So Why I, are you voting for it? 
because they're fun. When they're, I mean, I'm not saying they're down all the time. They just they sometimes have a tendency to do that more than other rides because they are more intense than other rides that are on property. Wait, so they're, they're fun. They just they do sometimes break down. Didn't that break down on you, Noah, and Maddie while you were there? <laughs> yeah, it did. We, that was probably one of my favorite experiences too. We just sat still on one floor of the Tower of Terror for like 20 minutes, you and then they, lowered, then they lowered us back down and sent us to another one. And then we thought we were going to get <laughs> we thought we were going to get stuck on that one too, and we ended up not. And it was a great time after that. But I mean, sometimes those things happen, and it actually ends up being a pretty funny experience and that time it was so i don't know i tend to find the optimistic side a lot to these things but yeah i'm always i always want to try to do tower at least once and i'm sure we could go all day fighting about about this we'll move on to happier territory now toy story land several rides here that i know you guys have done so we have toy story mania slinky dog dash Alien Swirling Saucers. Trent, in this group, what did you pick as your favorite? We ride this one ride probably at least two to three times at a minimum. Okay. And that is Toy Story Mania. We are way competitive for our own good. And so usually we have to do it at least three times because we end up both winning once. And we're like, oh, we can't leave it a tie. One of us has to win. It's not even fun by the end. Like our <laughs> arms hurt and we're like fighting. We're like, I should have won. You, my gun stuck. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well then Cheyenne, did you agree? Is that also your favorite in Toy Story Land or do you have something else? No, that's not my favorite. Okay. I really like alien swirling saucers. I've okay. only been able to do it once. Because motion sickness. And yeah. we're usually like, we're like, oh, let's go do Toy Story Mania. Because it is fun. It's something we can do together. But Alien Swirling Saucers, I think I would do that all day long. I love it. It is fun. And it's really cute, too. I've only done it a few times, but I've enjoyed the experiences I've had on there. Well, we're we're all going over the map on Toy Story Land. Because my favorite in Toy Story Land is Slinky Dog Dash. This is one of the rides that the first time I rode it, I had a really bad experience because the it kept breaking down. It was like 112 degrees. I just wanted to go. And so we got out of the line the first day because I couldn't do it anymore. We'd already waited like an hour for it and it just wasn't happening. But once I finally did get to go on it, and then this last time I only waited like 15 minutes to go on it because of the short crowd levels and lines um oh my gosh i just remembered how fun this ride is and it's just so smooth one of the smoothest roller coasters i think disney has it's a really family friendly coaster i know a lot of people would probably say oh disney's probably all family friendly and no i would not say i would want my child to go on space mountain as their first roller coaster i think that would scar them for life or Mount Everest. I think that's a little too intense for a first roller coaster, but slinky dog dash, I would gladly take my child on for the first roller coaster that they experience. I think that's a good one to do. And when galaxy's edge was being built, it was super cool to go up on there because you could see into galaxy's edge and everything they were working on. So that was also a really cool experience to have like when they were doing all that. And then I think we saved... Oh, did you have something to add? Sorry. Yeah, I just... This last time, I think we said we were going to try it, but I don't think the queue line was ever below an hour and a half. I think it was sitting... I think it got to 60. But I think that's like a, you know, like a generous 60 with the spacing. It usually is at least 10 minutes longer than what the queue line says it is. We wanted to try it, but it's just there's so many other things to do in Hollywood Studios that it's like, no, I don't want to wait that long. Let's go do something that we know we can do at least a couple times. Yeah, I get that. And I hit that one up pretty early last time, like after I got in my Rise boarding pass. And then I went and did Smuggler's Run a few times. 
I went right over to Slinky Dog Dash. That's in the morning. And like I said, it was about tw- maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes at most. But still really manageable. But I get that. As, as it goes later in the day, it definitely gets a lot longer and more unbearable. And you don't want to wait in that line forever. It's Most of it's right in the middle of the sun. And the so. other... And the other thing is, too, with COVID right now, they've got those queues stretched all the way. Slinky Dog was almost all the way back towards Launch Bay at one point. Uh, or, yeah, Launch Bay. Um, and then the Toy Story Mania was actually, they had it winding through the Incredible section back there. Like, they've got yeah. the queues stretched way out of Toy Story Land at this point. Which I don't, what's the point of the Incredibles Land? What's so- there? So that was back before they built Toy Story Land. That was like the Pixar section of the park where you could go meet and greet like Woody, Buzz, The Incredibles. And then you could do there was Toy Story Mania was actually back in that area in the Pixar little place that's back there. And then there was also a Lightning McQueen ride that used to be out back in there like an experience they changed it to jack sparrow for a little bit and then that didn't work so they shut it down and then when they announced they were building toy story land they kind of got rid of everything but that that's those buildings are still up but that used to be like a pixar studio area sort of sort of a deal so it was more of a meet and greet type of place if that makes sense that's interesting i didn't know that I thought it was just shops and like they had something planned and then COVID stopped it. I didn't realize what that was for. No. Yeah. That that's been there for a while and they just, once Toy Story Land came, it just kind of overshadowed everything, but we will now move on to what I think is probably the, one of the best themed areas in any of the Disney parks, which is star Wars galaxies edge which has two really great rides in it. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. I kind of know, or I kind of have a feeling of where this might go. Cheyenne, we'll start with you. If you're picking a ride or maybe even a different experience in Galaxy's Edge, I don't know, maybe you'll prove me wrong. What are you going to pick? Um... I don't, I'm thinking, because it depends. Are we talking like pre-COVID or right now? I th- I don't know if that really, just your overall favorite. I don't know if we really want to distinct that okay. too much. So I'm going to say that Rise of the Resistance is my favorite. Okay. Because it's, I mean, it's a total experience. Yeah. You are so immersed. The cast members are amazing actors and you go through and you like end up outside and it's just, it's amazing. I, the reason I was struggling was because smugglers run is so much fun, but with right now it's, they're only letting each party do it. Mm-hmm. The best of them are, um, like the autopilot or I guess that's what you'd call it. Yeah, chewy mode. Pilots, yes. And so it's just, it's not as fun. So I would say right now, Rise of the Resistance, a thousand times. When Sunday's run is back up to normal, it's a very, very close race. Yeah, no, I totally get your thoughts on that. And I can see why the COVID thing would make a difference for you with this. Trent, I feel like I know your answer, but I'll let you say it. What, what are you picking for Galaxy's Edge? So this is probably no shock to anyone. I'm picking Rise of the Resistance. Hands down, the best ride in any theme park right now. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. Like, I don't think there's anything that... That's a bold statement. Right now. I mean, it's just... I think Rise of the Resistance and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is the exact same idea. But I think that's the future of theme park rides. I really do. Yeah. No, I think... You're absolutely right. That is one of the best experiences you can have. And like Cheyenne mentioned too, just so immersive. I mean, you're trapped in the world of that ride, that experience, 
the entire time. And so it's so much fun, but I don't know if I'm going to maybe throw everybody off here, but I actually picked smugglers run as my favorite for galaxy's edge, even with all the COVID changes that have happened. And I'll, and I'll explain why I've said this before when we talked about last time, the news that they had changed the rise boarding group process, which if you watch the vlog that Cheyenne and Trent made, they said they liked the new process a lot. We'll get your thoughts on that. Maybe after I get done talking here, you can just say it real quick. But I do not like when I have to try to fight with every other person in the park to get onto a ride. And that is the only thing that knocks rise down for me is the fact that it is literally a lottery system to try to get on and I would rather wait in a four hour line standby than try to get into a lottery where I, I maybe can get it or most of the time I might not. So that's why it, it knocks down a little bit, but smugglers run to me is just so much fun just all the way around. I just love the theming of it. So great. You really feel like you are on the millennium Falcon, that cabin the first time. Cause I went to galaxy's edge opening day waited from 4.30 in the morning to 8.30 in the morning to get on this ride. And I was just in shock with how cool it was and how much it looked just like the Millennium Falcon from the movies. Like, I mean, it was just, it was so cool. And then the ride experience was great too. So it might hold a special place in my heart too, because I've never really done an opening day thing up until that point. Like I'd always kind of gotten to go on rides and stuff like a couple months after they had been open. But this was like, I actually got there. I was on it the first day it was open. And so I think maybe that's why I hold it in a little bit higher light too, is because of that experience. But are you guys like totally shocked by this or have I not com- committed like complete heresy? No, I'm not here? shocked at all. I mean, Smuggler's Run is such a good ride. Mm-hmm. Like it again, it's so immersive. That queue line where you literally walk past the Falcon and you go up into the um I don't want to say the garage, but like the little workstation. And it's just mm-hmm. and then you get to like go in the ship and they're like, okay, blues come over here. You're gonna be a pilot. Okay, here you go. Now you're going to hear this message from Hondo. Like, it's just so good. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is, too, you can't be taking a photo at that iconic. I don't, don't remember what the game is called, which I feel bad as a Star Wars fan. But like the, the little table with the monsters that fight each other it kind of looks like chess. Um, but I would assume like the Star Wars version, like it's an iconic table setting that you see in the movies through basically all the movies at this point, like you can't beat that kind of photo op. No, I absolutely agree. And I made sure I took a photo at that little table, the little chess game, like you said, Trent. And then just the fact that you can take a picture with the millennium Falcon right outside, like one of the coolest things. I'm so glad Disney has access to all the star Wars stuff. Like, Oh yeah, they, absolutely. They've, they've done such a great job with it. Like I, I really think so. So, oh, man. but that is all the themed areas you from Hollywood. Studio. All the star Wars stuff. Like I know launch Bay and star tours are in different places. Do you think that they'll ever like shut down Hollywood studios and like do a complete redesign like they are with Epcot? Or do you think they'll just kind of leave everything the way it is? No, I don't think they'll do that because what Batu is that what it, uh, that is what it's called, right? Is it Batu? Or am I saying something from the actual movies? You're saying something from the actual movies. Okay, it's Black Spire Outpost. Black Spire Outpost. Yes, my B. That's my B. I guess I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as as other people, <laughs> but um, I don't think they're going to do that because Black Spire Outpost is supposed to kind of be more of the new age. That's why you don't ever see Darth Vader there. And this is what somebody explained to us the first day. 
That's why you don't see the old TIE fighters, I don't think, there and things like that is because it's supposed to be like this post, you know, kind of or in the middle of the sequel trilogy type of deal. And so I don't think they're ever going to integrate that old stuff over to that area because I think they want to keep that separate. That's why they still do like the March of the Stormtroopers pre-COVID at least up the street of Hollywood Boulevard, why they still had that show pre-COVID going on in front of the Chinese theater where you would see Darth Vader and Chewie and C-3PO, R2-D2, all those guys, because that's where they're keeping the old Star Wars stuff is out of Galaxy's Edge. And so I don't think they're going to they're gonna ever bring those people in, if that makes sense. We talked to somebody, this was probably the pass holder preview day that we went to earlier in the year, but um, we met an amazing cast member who knew so much about Star Wars, and he kind of said the same thing that you are, um, there's like a Disney canon and then there's the Legends canon in the mm-hmm. Star Wars universe. So we're getting real geeky here. But yeah. um, all the stuff that's in the Disney parks is part of Disney canon. And yeah. so, again, there is that separation of like, okay, this is new Star Wars. Because it is. It's a new generation. It's all this, the Mandalorian and the sequels. Like, that's a totally different ball game from the prequels and the original trilogy. And so, yeah, like what you're saying is absolutely correct. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it would be a great like idea to combine it all. I just think it would take way too much time. I think they're already learning with the star Wars hotel to do something that immersive. It just takes way too much time and money and right now, especially with COVID going on, they're not really in a position to really do that. And I don't think they're going to get back to a place where they can do those kind of things post-COVID, like for a couple of years. So I think it would be a really, really long-term project if they did. And I just can't see them doing it. Because at least with Epcot, they had started it before all of this happened. And so now they're kind of in too deep. They have to go through with it in a way. But yeah, I don't, I just don't see them doing that, but this has been a little bit of a longer episode. So we'll kind of wrap up quicker here. We've got some more things to get to, but for show I picked phantasmic. I love phantasmic. I've heard the Disneyland version. I haven't gotten to see it is a little bit better, but it's one of those that I really love watching it when I get to go and actually sit down and see it. And so yeah, that one's so good. And then for a restaurant, I picked Mama Melrose's where I went to last time. If you watched the vlogs, I went with Maddie and Noah, had a really good meal there. Um, Maddie and Noah really liked what they had. Just always impressed by the service there. And of course, I al- I also went to Hollywood Brown Derby that same day. And I will say this, I was not impressed with Hollywood Brown Derby. Not really at all. I would much prefer to go to Mama Melrose's. The price point is better and just the food I think is better and has better choices. If you, you know, are kind of a little bit pickier, not saying that there's nothing you can eat at Hollywood Brown Derby, but it's a little bit more like just not food for people who are picky. If that makes sense to those who are listening, Cheyenne, Trent, did you guys have any shows or restaurants that just stuck out to you guys? I mean, I love the Indiana Jones show. I've never, or the Epic Stunt Theater, excuse me. I've never seen Fantasmic or heard Fantasmic. I'm not even 100% sure what it is. But I'm sure if I see that, that'll be my new favorite. My, My attention span is pretty much whatever's new at the moment. Um. But then for restaurants, I don't really have like a favorite. I really like the one. Oh, Trent, the boat that's in Echo Lake with the dinosaur. Yes, I love that restaurant. They have this super long hot dog that they put barbecue on. It's amazing. It's it's so good. I cannot explain it enough. 
And then also that little Coke kiosk that's right next door. I think you get yourself a Coke slushy, Coke float, a frozen lemonade, and then you grab yourself a super long hot dog with barbecue. Okay. Yeah, I've never been there, but that sounds pretty interesting. Trent, did you have anything you wanted to add? I know you already said Indiana Jones earlier. Any restaurants or anything you want to add? Again, Indiana Jones is my favorite show on Disney property, I think, at the moment. Um, So, again, we miss the shows. We want them back. Disney, if you're listening, please find a way to do it. All of Disney. (laughs) All of Disney. Please find a way to bring the shows back. We miss them. Yes, we miss the shows so badly. Well, as we start to wind up here, we asked some friends on Facebook right before we got started what their favorite things about Hollywood Studios were. And so we'll go through the list right now. So my friend Candace commented on it and said that her kids would say Rock and Roller Coaster is their favorite, which doesn't surprise me. That tends to be a ride that a lot of younger kids, like, you know, she has more like older kids. So that seems like a pretty good age range for who likes this ride. And then she says, but she really likes Toy Story Mania and Tower of Terror. So Candace, uh, definitely you have Trent and Cheyenne's vote for Toy Story Mania. And then you have my vote for Tower of Terror. So my friend Stephanie said Star Wars stuff. So she just loves all of it. Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Toy Story Mania as well. So a lot of... Yeah, a little bit of everything, but I hey, look, I I'm not going to complain. That's a pretty good list right there. Then our friend Rebecca Prospery said, "Fantasmic is my literal favorite thing of all time." So, Rebecca, I agree. It is a great great show and it definitely needs to be seen by everyone. Then our friend Maddie, our part of our podcast team here, she said, "Voyage of the Little Mermaid included a fun little gif of ariel jamming out there i don't know if it's coming back but that was a pretty popular choice for a lot of people to go and to go and watch so maddie great choice there our friend jordan said rock and roller coaster and toy story mania and that her favorite show is phantasmic but voyage of the little mermaid is awesome as well And then she said, overall, she just loves the old Hollywood feel as you walk into the park. So, Jordan, I definitely agree with that. That is definitely a big part of it as well. Our friend Sav said the grilled cheese at Woody's Lunchbox. Same. Put a little laughy emoji behind it, but I have heard nothing but good things about that grilled cheese. So... Sav, I think that was a great choice there. And then Myra, talk about coming in clutch. Myra just commented a few minutes ago as we're recording this and said, the citizens of Hollywood, which were some actors that would go up and down the streets and they were just doing like a lot of spot on comedy and they would do a lot of things with the crowds. And she says it hurts her heart and makes her so sad to know that they won't be there when she goes now. Myra, I agree. They're... We're sad for all the actor friends right now who won't get to be a part of our Disney routines here, at least for the next little while. Hopefully they can come back soon. And in 2021, as they celebrate the 50th and do all those fun things, we can start to see some of those friends come back. But I think that's going to do it for this episode of Disney my way until next time you can catch me on instagram at lane the main i want to hear some of your favorite things as well if you didn't get to comment on our facebook post before we recorded uh let me know at lane the main on instagram at lbv97 on twitter cheyenne where can the people find you at so my instagram is at she underscore y underscore and and my twitter is cheyenne taylor Yes. And then Trent, since you are a social media guru here on the podcast, why don't you tell the people where they can connect to the podcast at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so on Twitter, you can follow us at DMWPod. Um, that's Disney My Way uh, podcast that way. Uh, sorry, D- at DMWPod once again. Um, on Instagram, you can find us at 
Disney My Way podcast. Unfortunately, I could not just copy DMW Pod, um, but we got the Facebook page as well um, that you can join. That's under Disney My Way podcast. Um, that way you can um, hang out with us and just talk a little Disney. Absolutely. And I cannot encourage you enough to jump on the Facebook page. We do polls. We do. I think today I just posted a picture and asked for some comments and we had really good response with that, as you heard earlier. So it's I would def- yeah, I would definitely say jump on the Facebook page. Join us pretty soon. Me and Cheyenne want to have some hosting of a live type of stream, whether that's on YouTube or on Facebook, just to kind of get some feedback. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully we'll schedule that soon and get that done. So that way we can hear from y'all and interact with our listeners. But until then, I hope you guys have a magical rest of your day. Thank you for giving us a listen. Make sure to like and subscribe. Give us a review on iTunes. That would mean so much. And we will talk to you real soon. 